Hi, I'm Weird Al Yankovic, and you're listening to the Pantheon Network. This episode is brought to you by Paramount Plus. An unlikely friendship begins in the Paramount Plus original movie, Little Wing, starring Brooklyn Prince with Kelly Riley and Brian Cox. Reeling from her parents' divorce, Caitlin steals a valuable bird to save her home, but instead forms a bond with the owner, leading to a new outlook on life. Little Wing, now streaming exclusively on Paramount Plus. Head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. Rated PG 13. This episode is brought to you by Pepsi Wild Cherry. Pepsi Wild Cherry is bursting with delicious cherry flavor and a sweet, crisp taste that gives you more to go wild for. Getting wild may look different these days, but whether it's opting for a solo Friday binge watch or a big night out, everyone can indulge in their wild side with Pepsi Wild Cherry, also available in Zero Sugar. So grab a Pepsi Wild Cherry and get wild. Music is a huge part of any sporting event. Teams and stadiums use it to get crowds fired up and into the game so much that there are certain songs that you automatically associate with sports. In honor of the World Series, the Prisoners of Rock and Roll are holding our own music pep rally and talking about the best music to hear at a sporting event. Nothing gets a crowd fired up like Thunderstruck by ACDC or Seven Nations Army by the White Stripes. And who hasn't been in a game where they fire up some It Takes Two by Rob Bass or some Rock and Roll Part Two by Gary Glitter? Let's hit it. What's up, everybody? Welcome to Prisoners of Rock and Roll, episode number 51. I'm your host, Bruce Kramer, and I'm so happy to be talking music tonight with my co-host and my very good friend, Mr. Ryan McCusker. Are you rocking? Prisoners of Rock and Roll is sponsored by Boldfoot Socks and McCusker's Tavern at 17th and Shunk Streets in Philadelphia. The World Series, man. Yeah, baby, we made it. So we decided that we were going to uh, kind of pivot a little bit. We threw the topic list out the window and we're like, dude, let's do something about like uh, music to listen to at sporting events because, you know, we're both, we're, the show's based in Philadelphia and the Phillies are on this awesome run in the playoffs. And uh, I'll try not to try to dive into that too much, to talk about baseball too much, but I see no, you, got, because you got the jersey on, you got the Phillies hat on. Hey, I represent, it's a Tug McGraw jersey and oh nice you gotta believe brother there you go and that's a there's a music tie right tim mcgraw the country music star is his kid yeah. and i'm wearing a i'm wearing a phillies polo shirt i was wearing one to work today so very cool yeah man so last night i saw that he was there yeah, yeah. yeah. tug mcgraw so tim mcgraw the country artist his dad was very famously the closer in 1980 when the phillies won the world series and uh you know i think the show and the World Series and the and the bar at McCusker's Tavern really have a it has a special place in my heart because you know when the Phillies won in two thousand eight you know I was there every night I think that's where you and you I are. kind of where we kind of like reconnected and got got pretty tight again absolutely um, um they were great times in oh eight 
I just, I don't remember much because even though, even now I'm not seeing much of the game because I'm working. Yeah. And the only way I know what's going on is by the cheers or the grunts in the bar. Cause I'm just running around so much making everybody happy. I'm missing the game. It was the loud, those, the, that run in 08, like being in there every night was the coolest sports watching moment of my life. You know, and I'm a big sports guy. Um, and just being down there and this with the bar being so close to the stadium. I remember the night that they, that they clinched, um, you know, there was that weird, it was that weird game that got stopped by a rain delay and they picked it up. Sure. Um, so it was over kind of early. And I just remember how crowded the bar was. Like you couldn't hear yourself. It was so loud. And then when they won within 30 seconds, it was empty because everybody ran out by the stadium. Everybody runs out broad street, Broadens, uh, broad and shunk is very famous. They show it on the news when we hit championships and yeah. you know the whole neighborhood comes out and bustles out there and just parties man yeah nothing, I, nothing rocks more than that broad and shunk during a world series like win or a super bowl or represent man i remember the uh how empty the bar got and you you locked the door or and we you know you and i and a couple other guys we went down we went down there and we were out it was really friggin' late i got home at like 3 30 in the morning and oh, then, yeah. uh, we went, went to work then. the next day yeah you have an excuse fucking right I mean, so uh, i'm going to game five hopefully they win tonight uh we're actually recording on the night of game four hopefully yes. they win tonight and then uh they could bring it home tomorrow and We'll see. I'll be there with my wife and my daughter. We'll see. We'll see what happens, man. Fingers crossed. Oh, man. But- man, the bar has been packed every game. Dude, and I swear to God, I've been praying for something to happen because business business hasn't been that great since the pandemic. You know, I've been praying for something to happen and for Phillies to be in the World Series is a dream come true. Yeah, that's yeah. a funny time. But but yeah, man, it's so like the you know going on to the big sports run and being at the bar and seeing everybody was just a that's one of my fondest memories of being at McCuskers and of ever watching sports. So I don't think there's a bigger Phillies fan how can I say that Bruce a bigger Philly fans passionate more than McCusker fans. Sure, yeah. Yeah, we are hardcore baseball Philly fans. Yeah, yeah. we're we're homers all the way but the Phillies are our first love. Yeah, that place, man. I, it was asses to elbows, front to back, side to side in 2008, and you just you couldn't move. And it was just it was awesome. It was like 20 minutes if you had to try to get to the restroom. It was great. It was awesome to, for it to be that crowded and all that cool the, stuff. The other night, I was so happy I was behind the bar because I could move, and nobody else could move in the bar because everybody's asses to elbows, like you said. But I'm behind the bar, and I got all this room to walk around. It's it's pretty cool. It's, That's great, man. Yeah, That's great. And it's I'm a, working my ass off, but no, I don't have to run into people or anything. You know, and then music is just a big part of it. And we, initially, we thought we were going to do our own little Phillies pep rally, but we didn't want to circle it around the Phillies because not everybody's a Philly fan. And you know, I would love if somebody listens to us and is an Astros fan and, and just writes in and we hear from them. That'd be cool. That'd be um, great. Yeah, they, can, they can throw some shade at us. That's all right. That's um, all right. But yeah, we just kind of were like, all right, well, let's back up a little bit and let's just talk about like awesome music that you listen to at a, a sporting event. And, uh, you know, you put together a really, you always put together a really good playlist. But, you know, we got, I know there's like 40 songs on here. We can, we'll play some tunes. We'll talk about it. We're not going to get real like hardcore nerd 
on any of this shit. And just, no, it just, just rock out. This, yeah, it's rock out to some tunes, man. With yeah, you know, so hype, hype, hype songs. Yeah, hopefully, I, I really do hope that I was like, shit, man, we should be. Should we have done this a little sooner? With uh, you know, the World Series is going to be over by the time this comes out, but but that's okay. We're enjoying the moment. Right, yeah, dude. Do you, just, I'll just start playing songs, and we can we can talk about them. And what, like let said, me ask you this first. We'll start yeah. out with this. What would you be your walk on song? Yeah, it's funny that you ask that. So, you know, I still play softball a couple nights a week for being forty six years old, and uh, the the guys I play with once a year kind of as a joke. We were like, we're gonna do, we're gonna have fan appreciation day, and we would bring a somebody bring a boombox, and we'd play walkout music, and it just pisses off everybody that we're playing. Oh, Psych them out, man. Yeah, they think we're just being, you know, they don't. Some people take that shit way too seriously, and we're just being, we're being goofy and You're silly, but fun. Yeah, we're having a good time. So my walkout, this was my walkout music that I had. Let's hear it. I am a real American, fight for the rights of every man. I am a real American, fight for what's right, fight for your life. When it comes crashing down and it hurts inside. I love it. The Hulk Hogan theme song. Oh, man. I have so many great memories of Hulk Hogan. Hulkamania. Brother. They were like the days of like superstar WWF. Everybody can say of oh, the, the uh, like the rock and all that shit. No, it would never happen without Hulk Hogan. Yeah, that that era is my favorite, of course, except for the Blue Meanie, who is a friend of yes. the show. And yes, is a friend of the show. And is probably I know he's been down at the bar watching the baseball game. Oh, he's so. probably there tonight. Yeah. What is it, Wednesday? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, he's probably down there tonight. I'll probably have to go down after we get done. Get down know, here, shoot in, see how it's going. So yeah. Um can I can I p- tell you what my Yes, book, I was just gonna ask hear? you what what would you what do you got? If I had a if I had a walk on song, this is what it would be. Are you I like that song. Oh, I'm, not dude. The, I'm not the biggest corn fan in the world, but that song's okay. Yo, you play that song going up to the batter's box, you're going to psych that pitcher out. Just yeah. like, you know, just like the most obscene sound crunching, like I'm going to I'm gonna hit this ball out of the park song, you know? Yeah. That would Heavy. be my walk on. That would be my right. walk on. Yeah. I like it, man. That's a good one. And uh, you got a bunch of other songs on here that are just kind of like in that vein of just, just, kick-ass rock and roll songs and uh here i'll play another one this is another great pick
man. Uh, I've heard man. that. At, I've heard that at a sporting event before. Oh yeah, dude. That that crunching beginning. Holy shit, man! I remember the first time I heard that. It was like life changing. Like it was like the heaviest thing I've heard. You know, it was like uh 93 94 92 you know all all the um alternative shit was coming in and like pantera was keeping metal alive that was yeah that was definitely an album that came out and i was like i've never heard anything like this before dude i saw them on that tour it was it was fucking life-changing man yeah i saw them with white zombie and it was like one of the loudest shows i've ever been to oh was really really cool sure yeah, man, that's a great one. Uh, what else you got on here? Here, here's another. This this is a great pick. Love it. Oh, dude, I'm getting ready for this game, dude. These songs are pumping me up. We had a, uh, I was away for work and we had, we would get like the whole management team of our entire company together. We had like 200 people together and uh, we're sitting in the morning, like uh, we're in this big conference room and they asked me to put together a playlist to play in the morning before we start. So it's like seven in the morning, people are rolling in, they're all hung over. And I had that, that song was playing and most of the, you know, you should be playing kind of chill stuff. And somebody was like, are you playing Motley Crue at 6.30 in the morning? I was like, you're goddamn right I am. Hell Let's, yes. I was like, let's go. When is when is not a good time to listen right. to Motley? Right. Wake up. I don't care if you're hungover. Get a cup of coffee and some orange juice. Let's go. Holy shit. That song gets me fired up, though. Talking about fired up. At the Motley show, when I was like sitting, you know, in the in the fancy seats, you were in expensive seats. I was in the fancy seats. <laughs> yeah. And uh, they broke into Kickstarter, I believe, in the, in the beginning of the of the show. Out of nowhere, a chair comes flying and hits me like in my ass. Uh, and I'm like, and I, I'm like, I turn around and there's this big fucking guy like going ape shit. I went, hello. And I just fucking walked over. I, I walked away from him. He was huge. He was, I was like, he's having a good time, man. You know, he didn't mean to hurt me. Right. Yeah. You know? Let's rock and roll. Yeah. yeah. That's what you get for sitting in, in the, uh, right. In up the, against the stage. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Hey, it's you know it's rock and roll, man. Sometimes you get a little beer spilled on you, you get a chair thrown at you. Shit happens. It's all it's metal. It's all, good, it's all yeah. good. It's all metal. Yeah, I'm gonna keep rolling, man, and just keep playing some of these rock and roll songs. Again, Holy another shit. awesome pick, and it's a song I've you know I've totally heard at sporting you know, events. Everybody knows it's an Aussie song, but does everybody know the guitar player Randy Rhodes? You know, it, the intro to that whole thing was all Randy Rhodes. That was the best years of Aussies. Was when Rhodes was in the band. Unfortunately, nobody probably knows this detail about 
about him, but he died in a plane crash with an amateur aircraft pilot. And he was drinking and shit. And they kept on buzzing Ozzy's tour bus. And he fucking, they clipped it and, you know, flipped on, you know, flip, 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 caught on fire. And in Ozzy's book said, he's like, the worst feeling in the world to see your friend burning you to death and you can't do anything. Yeah. They, like you want to go and pull him out kind of thing, but you can't. It was like the ultimate, like, fuck around and find out. Like, right? He like they were just being stupid, yeah. and they paid. He paid the ultimate price for it. Yeah, we got some feedback on the greatest guitar players episode. Somebody emailed us and was like, "How did you guys not? How was he not on your list?" Like, there were awesome. so many and, we missed. Yeah, yeah, we couldn't. Yeah, it'd be a seventeen-hour show. Uh, you got some other heavy shit on here, man. Let me uh, go for it, man. That's one oh, of my favorite heavy metal albums. Yeah, dude. When we did the big four, that was one of the, my favorite albums. Um, why'd you pick that song? I don't think I've ever heard that the, at the, a sporting it, event. The intro. I mean, that's it's it's metal. It's like, you know, you're sitting there and all of a sudden you hear that Dave Mustaine riff. Dude, there's nothing heavier than Megadeth. I don't care. People want to say Slayer and whatever. Megadeth is the heaviest fucking band ever for, for the big four. For the that, big four. That album, yeah, and I talked we talked about this a lot in the episode we did on the big four, but yeah, that album was ninety one, ninety two, and I was in high school. I listened to that album sure. all the friggin' time. Sure. Oh yeah. We had it all the time. We had it on picture picture disc vinyl. <laughs> wow. It sounded like shit, but you know, we had it. It's funny because it comes on like the uh the hair metal station or Ozzy's Boneyard sometimes on Sirius, and I get all like nostalgic, you know, like I oh I'm gonna turn this up. I used to love listening to this, and then it's you know, singing about nuclear war and aliens and all kinds of other stuff. But it was no, cool. but Dave is Dave's inventive, man. You know, he comes up with some great stories for in his songs. Mm-hmm. Sure. What else? Oh, you all right, you got you got actually uh we have three of the big four on this playlist. I'll just keep rolling. Here you go. Yeah, I don't know how much anthrax we're you'd hear at a baseball game, but again, you get I've heard it up, man. Have you? I've heard. Oh, fuck yeah! Maybe at like a Wings lacrosse game. I've heard okay. they they play a lot of rock music during their song during their uh, game. But uh, I I I don't think people even know who anthrax are. They they've been around for like forty years, and they're still like this underground metal band. That's a cover, by the way. They didn't. Is that's I, yeah. I forget who it's by, but I think it's so hype. Ever since I was a little kid, I love that intro. That's like a walk-on song. Yeah, I just got a. Uh, I got an email today, actually, with a presale code to see them. Yeah, I think year. I'm going to go in Bethlehem. Are you? Nice. Yeah, I just 
I just texted a buddy of mine. Yeah, we went with like we, a Black Label Society. Black Label Society. Yeah, yeah they're cool gonna, too. Yeah, I think I'm going to go. I've never Why seen not? them. Yeah, I might be too old for that shit at this point in my life, but I, I like them. They're too old. <laughs> they are. No, um, there's nothing like seeing Anthrax, dude. They, you know, Joey Baldana, the singer, he's fucking unbelievable. I mean, he's the sound of Anthrax. It's a little dated now, but he's such a great singer. He's got a Journey cover band that he sings for, and he fucking plays everywhere with them. Really? Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah, I just saw it on. I I'd known it for a while, but I saw it on uh, Facebook, like a commercial. I'd go see that in a heartbeat. I love Joey Belladonna. That's and, awesome. Yeah, I mean he he and he belts it out. You know he's he also goes around the country at baseball stadiums and sings the national anthem. I've seen them play. I've seen him and like maybe Scotty Ian do the national anthem yeah. in some places before. Yeah, and we we didn't even talk about that diving in like rock artists doing uh the national, the national anthem. anthem before stuff and you know, oh, everybody's done, done it of, yeah everybody really tries cool. to to do the do the do the hendrix version but i've heard some awesome different versions of it you know i I've, I've heard great versions of it by metallica and god help me i've heard the, the guys from the grateful dead do the in national anthem like and the it giants. was fucking it was fucking awful I was telling everybody, oh, listen for the world. It's going to be fucking awesome. Wait, wait till you see. And then everybody's looking at me at the bar like, what the fuck? You it's brag terrible. about the dead and this is it. Do you remember? I do remember. Yeah. I mean, a couple yeah. games that they like Philly Giants games that they did it. Yeah. It sucked. Yeah. I, James Taylor, I've seen. And, you know, it's, it's a good point, too. Like the national anthem to it, like the Super Bowl, right? Like the Sh ultimate oh, sure. sporting event is a big deal. And you can bet people bet on how long it's going to be and all this other kind of stuff. What what I think about when every Super Bowl national anthem, the only one I think of is the Whitney Houston version. Yeah. I don't know if we've had that laying around or somewhere. I can, she, I can she, look. she fucking kills it, man. Like, I think it was her performance of her life. Yeah, I do have it here. I can play a little bit of it. Just a little bit. Fucking believable! Such a waste of talent, man. She looks so it's so effortless when she's she. That and she's you know, the there's a great documentary out about her. I think it was on Showtime, and like she admitted, it was a God given gift to her, and she was wasting it. Like she said it, like I'm I'm wasting my life with this God given gift that you know. And who was oh my God? Who was bigger than her in the '90s? Did you see the um? see or read the clive davis autobiography they made a I movie haven't. they made a documentary and there's the oh book. i should watch that and yeah. He, yeah it's good it's on hbo and he talked i mean he you know the, the number of artists that he discovered is like crazy everything you know and he spoke so highly of her she um, was she was 
unreal. She was like a Disney princess, man. I think her downfall was Bobby Brown. Oh, sure. Yeah. You know, and, um, everything, uh, she had like the big, I don't know. The, I, to me, it was like, she had the biggest voice since like Aretha. Absolutely. You know, and then just, just, she was that modern day Aretha Franklin, except with the cocaine and all the other, <laughs> you know, Aretha's thing was cupcakes and, uh, Whitney Houston's was cocaine and, Whitney got a lot of shit at first. There was, you know, the the R and B community was just saying she was a little bit too pop, too white, you know, maybe. So she got a lot of shit for that, and you know, they booed her somewhere. At, maybe it was the Billboard Awards back in the day or something, and they kind of booed her when she won it. So she was like, "I got to become a little bit more rough around the edges," and that's when she met Bobby Brown at that that thing. She went on uh, the Arsenio Hall show and was talking about people accusing her of being too white and all this other kind of yeah. stuff. And it was like, dude, come on, man. Yeah. I, I'm not the biggest fan of hers, but I'm also, I'm not, I love the bodyguard. Sh- come on. <laughs> yeah. But I'm also not going to be like, Oh, she sucks. Like amazing voice. There's no so, way you could say she sucks. No, absolutely not. Absolutely not. So that um, was, a, that was hardcore when she died. Like, Holy shit. Yeah. Surprising. I mean, oh, yeah. you knew she had a drug problem, but not, you know, figured not like that. No. And she it was, uh, just, yeah, and it was weird too, right? She OD'd and she drowned in her tub, if I remember. Yeah, like fucking correctly, something like that. Like and not, uh, and not a lot of water. Hot, yeah, I mean, it was very dramatic, very. Uh, it's just tragic. Hollywood Tragedy? Boulevard. Oh yeah, it was so Hollywood Boulevard. Yeah, it was yeah. fucking. I feel she was out partying the night before, and then she went back to her hotel and died. It was the night before, like the Grammy party. Or two nights yeah. before, or something like that, because uh, Clive Davis talks about that. That he, they did the party. I think they did the party anyway, because that was like his big, his big thing was like you know the the Grammy party that Clive Davis threw. Sure, he still went through it, and just everybody, it was like just hanging over the whole event. So anyway, let's do something positive now. Yeah, after right. the bummer of her. Uh, I'll just keep rolling, man. We got we got some more heavy stuff on keep here. Keep on rocking, baby. While you were here, the fun was never ending. Life a minute was only beginning. Can I call it Nichols? This one for you. We didn't talk about them in the punk rock episode. So Pennywise. that's why Bro Him by Pennywise. Yeah. That was the Flyers theme for one year. Oh, was it? I was going to, again, was. I was going to ask you, why'd you pick that? Yeah. That was one of the Flyers, like, their, like, goal song or their coming out song. Yeah. We didn't even talk about hockey. We've been so focused on baseball and we're talking about the Super Bowl. But yeah, of course, there's basketball and there's hockey and you, you mentioned the wings and oh yeah um, you know philadelphia's got a uh, the sport the hot the soccer team is in the championship right now too um mm-hmm. yeah so i right, man i'm gonna keep going this is this is one but uh here you go Right. 
dude, I love it. I, oh my god! Know, I, how many times I've heard that at sporting events? Awesome, and it always gets everybody pumped up. Yeah, like when they're bringing a reliever in or some shit. Yeah, they blast that. Awesome. Um, yeah, I, I was thinking about this. Uh, I went to one of the the NLCS games, and the the way the, the the music that the Phillies were playing, I was like, they just do a really good job with. They know oh, when yeah. to play certain music to get you fired up. Absolutely. Even the um. Even the organ player, I was like, man, the organ player was playing like Sweet Child of Mine by Guns N' Roses and some really, really cool stuff. I was like, man, they 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 are on point with what I they're miss, trying to do. I miss the old organ player that was at Veterans Stadium all those yeah. years. Like that sound to me is baseball. You know, now it's so like everything is like technoized and whatever. Yeah, the organ. I mean, even I could just talk about this now too. Like the you know, take me out to the ball game is sure. a is a bait, right? It's music, but it's you know, like uh, they it sing it every seventh inning, right? Harry Carey in Chicago, that was a yeah. really big thing. In Philadelphia, it's um, after they win a game, they sing High Hopes by Frank Sinatra. They play Harry Callis, the legendary Ooh. Phillies announcer, singing it. I thought it was him singing it. It's like that. It is. It is him, but it's a Sinatra song. Yeah, but it's Harry yeah. Callis singing it. Just you know, right. like again, like music is just part of all of that. Or you know, the Yankees playing or the Mets playing New York, New York when they win a game. Yeah, music's just a big part of it. Yeah, I think it makes makes the makes the feeling of the adrenaline with what's happening make it makes the crowd go fucking ape shit. Sure, it's, sports is very suspenseful. Yeah, you know and. To add music to that is just perfect. It's like a you know, like a movie soundtrack. They know when to play certain music to get you to invoke an emotion. Yeah, you know, like uh, was it like you got a couple songs on here that I even think of like certain players, right? Like uh, Mariano Rivera from the Yankees. Like when he was playing, this is what you know this. I, it always makes me, we were just saying, I was just playing it. You know, the Phillies closer in 08, 09, played the same music as his walkout. Brad Lidge. Brad Lidge. I always think of Mariana Rivera from the Yankees. It's uh, at some point in the last 20 years, like baseball closers turned into professional wrestlers with their entry music <laughs> and all their other, you know, yeah, their big, the big you know, rah rah where they come in and shit like that. I think one of the biggest relievers songs that ever made was a fictional character in a movie was wild thing oh my god yes and i skipped you have that right on here and i was going to get to it eventually but just remember how he would come out play the song just yeah imagine him coming out So you're of course talking to um, you're talking about 
Major, Major League. League, the movie Major League. Oh, dude. Awesome. When, when he comes out, when he's got the glasses on. He comes out and kicks the shit out of it at the end of the movie. After, and he, had a, after he slept with uh, what's his name's wife, Dorn. Yeah, I think it's Dorn's wife. Yeah, and your the version is from X, which another oh, thing we, yeah, did, we, we didn't talk about during any punk episode. We could have, we should have. You know, we haven't talked about them band. at all. Yeah, they're they're, they're very great cool. band. They're very yeah. cool. So underrated. Yeah, Sam Cannison, weird. Re- Sam Cannison does a really cool cover of Wild Thing too. Or sure, he did there's a really a lot cool of, cover of well, yeah. Wild Thing. There's a lot of them out there. Yeah, you know, it's very uh, I don't know cliche. Yeah. All right, uh, keep rolling. You got a couple other heavy things on here. We move into some other stuff. I love that album so much. We talked about so that much. in the epi- one of the other, I think the episode on 1992 or 1991. At that, I think I listened to that until the cassette tape broke, and then I went out and bought it on CD. If people don't know, it's a band ministry. Yeah. And New World Order is the name of the song. And it just always got me pumped up. How can it not get a crowd pumped up? Even if you don't know that song, it's like, holy shit. I think I've heard that I've heard that beat before at a sporting event. You know, it's mm-hmm. like, and it's got that alarm, like emergency, stand up, yeah. let's go. Yeah, I yeah. Uh, probably make sure that we're actually saying who who plays all these songs. I think <laughs> we've been saying it. I'm not entirely sure if we have been. We're, I think I'm we have kind of been like, oh, this is awesome. This is a great mm-hmm. take, and make sure people understand what the hell we're talking about. But uh, yeah, all right, you got some other man. You got some man. You got so many other great shit on here. intro so heavy man so heavy it's yeah. i don't really care about manson like who gives a shit about him but he he has some great beats like that that he uses he's a guy that uses the studio as a as a instrument man he's very very good just, I've never. I'm not the hugest i'm not the biggest manson guy we talked about him a little bit too yeah. in our shock rock episode um yeah i, I, I do but, like that song though but you can see it like sure. coming at, during a sporting event or some sure. shit like that. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Here's another one that you would absolutely hear. Get the fuck up the- 
another one. Just yeah, man. It's you know, it's a shame that they get so political and shit that you can like barely play their music in public. You know, it's like I remember in South Philadelphia, you couldn't wear Rage Against Machine shirt, um, whatever the case may be, but they got shit for, for it. You know, well, did they? Ha- yeah, I mean. Yeah, I don't want to get too off topic with base with sports, but yes, in Philadelphia in particular, right? Because they were really behind the Mumia Abu Jamal yeah. thing, the guy that was accused of murdering a Philadelphia police who who was convicted of murdering a Philadelphia police officer. Yeah. And it was always a big thing. And they were very pro Mumia Abu Jamal. So of course, you know, a lot of the pro police people, particularly in Philadelphia, uh, did not think very highly of them. But I have heard that that guitar riff I've heard at sporting. Oh events. yeah. Oh yeah. Like seriously, through the years, you can you could not wear a rage shirt anywhere, especially in the bar. You know, you, I didn't have them on the jukebox or anything. You couldn't play them in the mm-hmm. bar. It was just dodging the whole bullet. I I like them. Sometimes their shit gets it's a little too much. You know, I I love Tom Morello. I can't I I've never expected them to separate the politics because that's just what they are. They're a political yeah, that's band. That's what they are. But um Sometimes it it's too much, and I I just spin. Well, that's what happened to them. They got they got over redone, redone every album, the same fucking album. Nothing beats that first fucking album. Evil Empire, second Empire, uh, the second album, that was really well produced, maybe too well produced, you know. And then they did that third album, and it sounded like everything else that they'd done. And you know, I don't have time for that shit. As I've gotten older uh, and my politics has gotten more conservative, I definitely am just kind of like, okay, yeah, it's not my oh, not sure. my bag. But I totally I respect that they're taking a stand for what they believe in and singing about it. And I, I like Tom Morello too. I think Tom Morello is, a, I mean, he's a fucking amazing guitar player. I think he's a very smart guy. Yes, he's on very um, intelligent. He's got like eight million shows on Sirius. You know, and he really? uh, he talks, he hosts stuff all over the place. It's like every station he does something and he just talks a lot and he plays a lot of his other side project kind of stuff. And some of his side project stuff is way different than. Yeah. Rage. Like Hawk, whatever the hell they're called. Yeah. Like singer songwriter kind of stuff. I forget what it's called, but yeah, I, I um, hear it's awesome. I never, uh, the Watchmen. Got, that's maybe that's what it was. Yeah, it might be. Yeah. I don't know. I'm not, uh, I'm, I'm not going too far. I'm not going to look it up and get. Yeah, down the rabbit hole. But I, yeah, I do, I do like him, even though I couldn't be further from his politics. But it's still, oh, you know, God, no. hey man, it's all it's rock and roll. Somebody else that I really, one of my favorites. Here you go. Something else. I would I, this. I would. I'd be ready to go. Let's go. Put me in the game. <laughs> Love it. I heard that at many sporting events, man. Every time I hear that song, I'm like, how are they not in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame? It's a fucking sin, man. Then they a are sin. They are heavy metal. They are punk. He is just 
it, it, sex, drugs, and rock and roll, the way he looks, the drinking, the the way he sang into the, the way he held the microphone and the hat everything and was rock and everything. Roll. The thing on his face. It's just do you remember do you remember in the movie Airheads? They're like, who would win a fight? Lemmy or God? Yeah. And and he said God. Nope, they're the same person. Yeah, Lemmy, Lemmy is, is God. God. Sure. Yeah. It, it, that's, he's man. gotten like he's gotten like sexual pleasure on stage by a girl while he's like playing the bass. Legendary of it. He's the ugliest man in the history of of rock and roll yeah, but he's, he, up there. he's definitely got his couple pieces of pie yeah if we do the all ugly show <laughs> that would be funny him and, johnny winners <laughs> and yeah we'd be up there too so <laughs> you can't. i'm handsome <laughs> i bet our listeners don't know how handsome i am i think some people flock to our website just to see what we look like so and then they go oh jesus christ so you always do that though we got to get definitely. another shot of you, man. You've lost so much goddamn weight. We need you. Like, yeah, you man, said, I you're, feel great. You're you're half the man you used to be, like physically. You're yeah, dude. In in a year, I lost fifty pounds. That's awesome. I uh, I uh, went pants shopping the other day at Old Navy. Give them a little shout. You know, I am wearing a size thirty four waist, bro. That's awesome, I haven't dude. done that probably since I was in the eighth grade, bro. That's fantastic, man. Yeah, you look yeah. good, dude. I mean, yeah, I, I feel good, bro. I feel yeah. like you know positive. Yeah, and it's not about. Yeah, the number on the scale is a number on the scale, but it's how you feel. And if you feel great, no, man, that's, but it's you know. great to be complimented all the time. Yeah, I'm a very sure. humble guy. So like people are like, oh, you look great. I'm like, oh, I'm kind of embarrassed by you saying that. But thank yeah, you very fucking, much. Yeah, fucking take it. Take the but I appreciate the compliment, that, dude. Thank you, man. Yeah, thank well, you. The, we got to get uh, we got to get one of our photography friends to get some more pictures of us. I know my my beard is way more gray than it normally is. And it has <laughs> been in the past and you've lost a lot of weight. So I normally don't even have a beard. So it's only in the winter. But, you know, whatever. Keep on topic, man. I know the game started. All right, you got some other some other heavy things on here. What else? Do you remember the sh- rock jocks, jock rock? What was it? Yes, jock jams. The ESPN jock jams. Jock ESPN. Jams. How I had a couple that? songs. I have a couple songs on here from that. Yeah, man. We were so we were trading text messages today, and we're like, you know, we're getting ready for the show, and I was like, oh, I'm gonna go look at the jock jams, like the playlist. Uh, the track listings and you were like i've already done it i added some shit and yeah we were working in the music store i mean that thing was like that was everywhere huge this is different volume i remember all the cheerleading chicks would come in and want yeah. and most know? of the songs on that album suck <laughs> they're just back, not back then it was like the shit yeah it was yeah. it was in all the everybody the football teams were using it everybody was using inspiration from that shit remember it would open are you ready to rumble that dude uh michael boffer yeah he gets paid every time somebody yeah. says that shit right we just own <laughs> three cents so yeah dude like uh here i'll play i'll play something off of it here you go here's like this is what i think of when i hear jock jams like y'all ready for this just that that so kind of crappy dance it is fun fun. it is fun music and you they play it at almost anything and you stand up and you're dancing around and you're having a good time with it but you you still hear it now 
at at sure events. Absolutely, yeah, yeah. yeah I got some other. I got some other. What's that? Oh, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Okay, here's another one. I like to move it, move it. I like to move it, move it. I like to move it, move it. You like to move it. I like to move it, move it. I like to move it, move it. I like to move it, move it. You like to move it. Yeah, it's a it's okay. largely forgettable song, but yeah, dude, it's catchy, and it's like you know, if I get it, if no, it's a baseball game. It comes on, you know, I'm getting up, I'm you know, uh, going to the Phillies game now. They hand you the rally towels, and you're you're swinging them over oh, your head, totally, and, oh, yeah, all, totally. the, all this kind of stuff. Love it. I love sporting events, man. Yeah, I just got Sixers tickets for a game. Nice. They don't play many rock and roll songs at Sixers games. Yeah. But they're you know, like music is also a big part of that too, right? Because they have, um, you know, there's a lot of it's much more hip hop, but oh, absolutely, uh, you know, sure, but it's still a big part of it. I haven't followed her. I'm a total front runner with hockey and basketball. I'll really, pay dude? I'll pay oh, attention I'm, when they're good. I'm diehard, bro. I haven't gone to a Flyers game. I the last time you and I went, which is probably about holy shit, when was 15, that? It was probably like 15 years ago. Really, <laughs> you and I went to a game. Yeah, remember, I, like you. No. Your beer guy, your beer guy gave us seats. He gave us very good seats. Oh yeah, and we were. He always, uh, they hooked me up the, the yeah. reps just from a Riglio and Penn and yeah, Muller. They're yeah, great. It was guys, a long. It was a dudes. long time ago since I've been to a Flyers game. I just don't have the time to follow four sports. But um, yeah, down whatever. the bar, I have nothing really else to do but watch sports. Sure. So yeah, we're lucky yeah. enough to have like all major sporting teams in Philadelphia. There's always something to watch. Yeah, there's always a game on every night. Like, uh, like the series is on tonight, tomorrow, but then it's off. But I got the 76ers playing on Friday night. And you also have that really nice, like, hundred inch projection TV. Yeah, not to be given the commercial for the bar, but you know, back back <laughs> in the day during 2008 when we were watching the shit on tube televisions. Like, I was telling that the story. ceiling. I was telling that story today. How embarrassing that was. I told little, my father. Little tube go TVs. Oh. You remember how the, the the cable went out and everybody blamed me? Yeah, I was like, "No, dude, the whole city's out." And some girl was like, "Oh, this is what happened." It turns out, "Well, go to fucking Jersey," I said to her. Yeah, I'd like to think that 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 run that the Phillies went on, uh, we paid for the TVs in the place, and now said now you guys have that like it's a whole wall. So you have the high D yeah. high D projector on, and everything got, just looks awesome. It's like a, we got, going like, into a movie theater. It is great. We do show movies on like. Uh, Movie Mondays. I know there's always something playing. They were doing some Halloween stuff last week. You know, we just try to do fun things down the bar. Yeah, man, that's why I love it. It's always got to be, uh, you know, because it's like the it's like the town center. You know, it's like the town yeah, hall. But People come but and it's hang not out. Like it's, it's not like you walk into my bar. It's like a dingy bar with some bums sitting there. No, you know, no, my bar is nothing like that. Yeah, no, it's definitely a neighborhood, a neighborhood spot. But, you know, I mean, shit, I, I drive an hour when I come down. So, all right, let's play some more songs. Oh, do you, you know what? We're we're playing some of this shit from uh, Jock Jams. I don't know if I got some. I, I That might be all I have from Jock Jams on the playlist. How about uh, Whoop, There It Is? Here you go, tag team. Whoop, There It Is. Party people! Man, Steve Rowland, we're kicking the floor. We're kicking the floor. 
Yeah, check it, direct it, let's begin. Party on, party people, let me hear some noise. DC's in the house, jump, jump, rejoices. There's a party over here, a party over there. Wave your hands in the air, shake the dairy, yeah. These three words mean you're getting busy. Whoop, there it is, hit me. It's Remember another, how big like, that was? Uh, dude, this song was huge. I like that. Uh, it was Tootsie Roll reason. song. Oh, and... the t- all that shit, man. That, that 90s hype music, you know. Good stuff. You could, I'm you could probably play great. all those songs at the same time on top of each and, other. And, and it, it wouldn't all sound sounds the same. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But you're right, man. It's a, it's very nostalgic, and it takes you back. And said that, that those Jock Jams albums were fucking everywhere when they came out huge and all that kind of stuff was a big deal um there is a heavy there is a rock and roll song that you have on the playlist that i skipped and i need to circle back and play because it is yeah i'll hear I just does he say oh god did you oh, hear that? i never no i never noticed let me play it again listen to it when it starts I, th- I swear i just heard a voice just go oh god listen i'll turn it up a little bit oh yeah yeah i i, I kind of recognize it i've never heard that before yeah cool stuff yeah but I remember this being the song for the Flyers back when the song came out in 87. It was not even heard of yet. And the Flyers had it as their theme song. Hmm. Yeah, I mean, that, like, what, nothing gets anybody pumped up more yeah. than that opening guitar riff. And it's really cool. Like, is it just, I just played it twice because the beginning, as it's building up, I had never listened to this song with the headphones on and Axel Rose goes like oh god like yeah. really subtle and I've heard that song a zillion times I've never that's, heard that before that's a great thing about the headphones bro you really cool things. Like, shit. I know we say it every week but hey yeah yeah right right every time we do a show we're like go get a pair of headphones go spend 40 bucks on a modern pair of headphones and throw them on and listen to your favorites your favorite song and you hear something different huh interesting awesome I'm, I'm sure my wife can't wait to we're hurting for you to tell her We're that. just doing shit around the house. I'm like, check this out. They're like, you know. Like, go call Ryan. Yeah, right. Appreciate it. <laughs> go do your show and shut up. I think that's it for the heavy stuff. As I'm scrolling through the list, there's one other song I want to play later. Um, maybe it's time, yeah, man, time maybe, for a break. Yeah, I think this is a good time for a break. Uh, I'm going to I'll check the score real quick yeah, and see what's going absolutely. on. I don't hear any yelling coming from my living room right now. So, yeah. yeah, man, we'll be back in a couple minutes. All right, stick around. We'll be back. Prisoners of Rock and Roll is sponsored by McCusker's Tavern at 17th and Shunk Streets in Philadelphia. There's something for everyone on the beer list and the jukebox in McCusker's. It's minutes from the sports stadiums in Philly, making it a great place to stop by for a few drinks before or after a concert or a game. Come see for yourself why everyone from Philadelphia Magazine to Playboy has called it one of the best dive bars in the city. Visit them at 17th and Chunk Streets in Philadelphia or on Facebook. That's McCusker's Tavern. Hey, Pantheon listeners, Christian Swain here. You caught me just finishing up some editing on Getting Real with John and Beth. 
I want to share my first experience with Factor Meals for you. I think you'll find this interesting because I bet the same thing happens to you. I had just received my first shipment from Factor Meals the other day, and I was excited to try one of the prepared restaurant-quality meals for myself. Anyway, I was working away and noticed it was very late, and it was my night to make dinner. I jumped up and headed to the kitchen, went to grab the ingredients for the dish I was going to make, and realized I was missing a prime ingredient. Well... I could make a run to the store, or I could make one of my new factor meals. <laughs> Actually, the choice was easy. I grabbed a cavatappi, an Italian-style pork ragu with garlic broccoli, heated the oven per instructions, and minutes later was enjoying a very delicious, nutritious, and dietitian approved meal. It really was everything factor meals said it would be. No prep, no mess meals. Factor meals are 100% ready to heat and eat. Take it from me and head to factormeals.com slash pantheon50 and use the code Pantheon50 to get 50% off. That's factormeals.com slash Pantheon50 and use the code Pantheon50 to get 50% off. Hey, Pantheon listeners, Christian Swain again with something every podcast listener and music junkie needs to hear. As I'm sure you can guess, I listen to a lot of podcasts. I also listen to a lot of music, so having high-quality headphones and earbuds are absolutely critical to my day. Oh, and I have numerous pairs. In fact, I have a junk drawer of used devices that have bitten the dust, so I've tried them all. Recently, I was sent a pair of earbuds by Raycon, and the first thing I noticed was the cost. Uh, looks like their products are about half the price of other premium brands. Okay, that's cool. And the reviews seem pretty stellar. Okay, checks that box. So I got my Raycon Everyday Earbuds, a nice packaging to open, and what I immediately noticed were the pack of ear tips for sizing. Uh, I'll tell you, I have small ear canals. Uh, I know, a flaw. So to see choices for the best fit, uh, especially while exercising, <laughs> oh yeah. And yes, they were immediately comfortable. Sound quality was great too. Plus I have three EQ options that I love because I like more bass in my music and less in the podcasts. Eight hours of playtime for the battery is great as well. Surround sound, noise canceling, and awareness mode all included. I think I'm in business and I just realized I've had them in all day. Like I said, super comfortable. Go to buyraycon.com slash Pantheon today to get 20% off your Raycon order plus free shipping. That's right. You'll get 20% off and free shipping at buyraycon.com slash Pantheon. Prisoners of Rock and Roll is sponsored by Boldfoot Socks. We are so happy to have them on board because they make a great product, and they're just really good people. You know, their motto is grown here, sewn here, because Boldfoot Socks are made in America. They have all kinds of styles and designs for anything from going to work, going to a sporting event, listening to all this music we're talking about, or even sitting here doing a podcast about music. And I said that they're great people. Their president, Josh, he's a military vet. And the company donates 5% of all of their proceeds to veteran charities. I'm down with anybody that does anything to pay it forward. Uh, he bought a pair of Boldfoot socks to run a race. And he loved them so much, he wound up buying the company. And as soon as you're done listening to us, head over to Boldfoot.com and check out all the different styles that they have. That's Boldfoot.com. All right, we're back from the commercial break. Thanks so much for sticking with us. Uh, I just checked the I just checked the score at zero zero still. Yeah, I'm sure your dad's in, your dad's probably in the next room watching it. He is absolutely. 
where else would he be? Yeah, I'm I'm sure. So I was thinking of your dad a lot on this run that I'm sure how, you know, I'm, uh, you and I are about as diehard as it gets you, me and the warden and, uh, oh, your yeah. dad, your dad's one of the few people I know who's, who's more diehard last and die. in 08 when we won the world series, people were stopping bar to congratulate my father for winning the world series well you have a picture hanging in the bar of your dad holding a world a championship a world series ring on his yes. hand there's yes. like a real one hanging in a the bar. yes yes mm-hmm. it's was like huge. uh it's like some places have a picture of the pope and have, other places have a, a picture of your dad rightfully so holding the world series ring so. I, was, I have also a great picture of him in the dugout holding on the, the phone the phone. bullpen phone yes yeah Yes, I uh, I love coming down there on a day when there's not a lot of people and sitting there and just arguing with your dad about some some nuance of oh. what player in 1987 had a better you know. I mean, you guys have encyclopedia. You guys had that Bobby Abreu whole thing, right? For twenty funny. for twenty years, we've been uh, we've been arguing about it. it's great. So I love going down there and just shooting the shit, uh, talking baseball with your dad, but um. Yeah, man. So I got some other songs. Maybe these, I got a couple on here that are like uh, older songs, but they're important stadium songs. You know, I probably shouldn't even talk them up too much, but this one is probably the biggest. Buddy, you're a boy, make a big noise, playing in the street, gonna be a big man. You big disgrace, kicking your can all over the place, singing We will, we will rock you We will, we will rock you I love Queen. I don't yeah. think that's even in their top 10 best songs. No, but you know, it's it's a great crowd of anticipation thing, bro. You know, you hear it everywhere in commercials, oh, yeah, sure. not just sporting events. You hear it everywhere. I broke. How about when I broke into it a couple weeks ago with you my did, band? You guys did break into it in your band. That was like spontaneous, spontaneous. That's yes. awesome. And every uh, team that any sport that has won a championship plays. We are the champions. Oh, yeah. Um, another. It's another cool song. It's not my it. it not in my top ten Queen songs. It always um, it always reminds me of the ending of Revenge of the Nerds when they play <laughs> We Are the Champions when I hear that song. I don't know, that's uh, weird. No, nah, it's all good, man. I, we should do a show on Queen sometime. I know the movie, you know, was really big and yeah. we, we have talked to find about an doing, angle. Yeah. And I know we've yeah. talked about doing a show on Live Aid for a long time. That's been on the list yeah. for quite some time. But yeah, we we I'm sure there's an angle in there somewhere. But yeah, they're really, really cool. Uh what else you got on here? Important sporting event too that we should talk about too is Rocky and the you know boxing and all that other kind oh, of shit. Yeah. When you know we came out of the intro, our opening theme we played "Gonna Fly Now," the theme from Rocky because you know the show is based in Philadelphia and you know anytime you watch any national uh, sporting event from Philadelphia or anytime any sport from Philadelphia is on the stage, they show the uh, guy making cheesesteaks. And they yeah. show the the art museum, the famous, the steps that Rocky Dude, ran up. It, you'd be amazed. Any time of the day you go past the, the uh, Rocky steps, somebody's running up them. Yeah. And yeah, there's I, a statue you know. of them out front next to the yeah, museum. And, do you remember the statue used to be outside the Spectrum? Yes. And they moved it. They moved it. to It's a movie prop. 
they yeah. had a lot of people don't know the rocky steps is the uh museum of art of philadelphia and when the rocky statue was put up there they're like this is not a piece of art it is a movie prop right. it has it's a no fictitious character yeah like it has and there's billions of billions of dollars worth of van gogh's and shit in that place and it's famous for rocky running up the steps Right. There's always a line. If you go down there, there's a line of people waiting to take pictures with the statue. It's at the bottom of the steps off to the right. Hey, you come always- to Philly, you have to go see Rocky. Sure, sure. Absolutely. But another song um, from the Rocky movies that became really big was Eye of the Tiger by Survivor. Yeah. I remember that. Iconic, you know, music, so iconic. Uh, yeah, of him no. like working out and getting ready for the fight. You know, yeah, I don't, I don't think of a lot of um, like music coming out of boxing events, but of course, in that movie, that's you know that and the Rocky theme, and uh, you know the Rocky theme too. It's you know the in Philadelphia, all the sports stadiums are kind of in the same area in South Philadelphia. And it seems like for my entire life, whenever I leave there, there's always some dude playing a trumpet. Oh yeah, playing and that, that Rocky theme with with the case, ask, you know, asking yeah. for money. That dude's like, famous. You know, I always I'm, give him a dollar. Yeah, and I'm like, man, I'm 46 years old. This guy's been here oh, my entire life. Time. I don't. I remember leaving an Eagles game with my dad as a kid and hearing that. Yeah. Oh yeah. Very famous. Yeah. Very famous. Yeah. Very very cool. What else we got on here? All right, I'm just going to start this kind of... Maybe I'll just start going through the list, and I'll just play all the shit that we haven't played yet. You know, I'm kind of running out of uh, a theme, so uh, here you go. I really that. like that song. Yeah, I've heard, I've that, heard that times different too. times in sporting yeah. events. I love that song. I think it's my my second walk-in song. Okay. If it wasn't corn, it'd be that song. Okay. Um, all right. <laughs> the next song, this is from this is gonna be the shit bag of the week. Here you go. Oh yeah. I know who it is already.
right. Let's just get it out of the way here. Shitbag of the week. Dun, dun, dun. So that was he's Rock, a, uh, that was rock and Roll guy. Part 2 by Gary Glitter. And it's a cool song. It's a cool it's instrumental. It's been banned, though. It's been banned from all sporting events. Tell me why. Of, he's, he's such a piece of shit. So he was he went to prison for uh, child pornography and uh, child sexual abuse and attempted rape. And he is currently imprisoned. Uh, yeah, and he's currently in prison in England. So he is still in prison. He's, he is still in prison. He's, he's a, been there for like 20 years. He was arrested in 1997 and he was sent to jail in 1999. Uh, he had over 4,000 pieces of child pornography on his Jesus, computer. Jesus, what a fucking psycho. He had sex with a 14-year-old girl. Uh, he got out of jail in 2000. He got arrested again. Uh, he got arrested. He was in, like, Vietnam, and he was doing, like, Weird shit with shit kids. And he he's just he's a scumbag of the scumbags. Definitely. He is on the... Um, you know, top tier uh, turds that we've ever. But back in the day, you would hear that song everywhere at every sporting event on fucking video games, everything. Nothing was a bigger crowd than that fucking song, you know, bigger yeah. crowd pleasing song. Yeah. And he's been in and out of prison for a while. Um, you know, he got out and he got arrested and got like accused of shit more. He's eligible for release in 2023. So yeah, F that guy. That is a cool song. I'd assume there's a rock and roll part one that Gary Glitter wrote, but I'm, you know, I'll be my homework. I'll look it up for next, the next episode. Um, here's some more stuff. Here you go. Another Edward Van Halen. Another awesome Rest pick because of, you know, the uh, you know, what's more like showmanship and all that shit than Van Halen with David Nothing. Lee Roth. Uh, yeah. Oh my God, that song is so iconic. I mean, you just if you don't know that song from the radio, then I hope you heard it at a sporting event because yeah. it's definitely a crowd pleaser. Yeah, um, there's Van Halen's fans everywhere. Yeah, of course. Um, here's a, you put this on here, dude. Uh, we haven't talked about it yet. Just, uh, yeah, this is my favorite walkout song of all time. Chase Utley, um, baby. Yeah, dude. So in the you know, 2008, 2009, that was Chase Utley from the Philadelphia Phillies. His walkout music was Cashmere. And there is no better 
I always say at work, like I want to walk into a, a meeting. I want to walk into a conference yeah, room yeah, and yeah. have that playing behind me. It, it's awesome. It's great. Unreal. Yeah, it's one of my favorite Zeppelin songs. And they didn't rip that off from somebody. I don't. I don't they think so. They came out with that themselves. I think eh? so. It didn't come up in my all my research. Oh um, wow! We got another handful of songs on here. Here's another one that is up. Uh, you, know, you know, I don't think of anything from Philadelphia, but absolutely tied to sports. So I'm shipping up to Boston by the Dropkick Murphys. I love them. Yeah, I mean that song's famous for being in the Departed movie. Yeah, right. You know? In the Departed, and also uh, the Boston Red Sox. So in yes. the Red Sox, yes. Um, you know when they had Jonathan Papelbon, when they got off the curse, um, uh, when when they finally shook the curse of getting rid of Babe Ruth, and they finally won the World Series. Like they had a float in that parade. The drop um, kicks that yeah, and they wrote that they wrote, they wrote that song Tessie for the Red Sox that year, and then the Red Sox went down like three nothing or three one, and they like they were getting like death threats, like you fuckers, you cursed us. Um, <laughs> and I thought it was pretty cool when Jonathan Papelbon left the Red Sox and he came to Philadelphia. He wanted to keep that to be his entrance music, and the uh, the drop kicks were like, no, dude, no way, that's a it's a Boston song. They're like, you cannot. They wouldn't let him use it. That's fucking funny. So that was pretty cool. Um, I like them a lot. I've seen them shit seven, eight times. Yeah, they're I, so they're much great. fun, man. Yeah, they put on a great show. Dude, back in the day, they <clears> would play <throat> hockey fights in between bands. Like it's so fun, man. So yeah, much they're, fun. They're awesome. They do a lot of really cool stuff. And uh I think it's really cool like when they do a show, they'll bring like a surfboard and the band will all sign it and then they auction off the surfboard during the concert and they give all the money to charity. Why is surfboard? Um, I think it, uh, I saw them in Asbury Park, so maybe it was that's why because it was down the oh, Jersey okay. Shore. But oh, they're okay. always doing like charity, some kind of thing. Yeah, charity yeah, they're, kind of they're stuff. great on that. They're just yeah, blue they're really, guys. Yeah, somebody like um, there was some kid that was like really into them, and he was like in a cancer ward or something, a pediatric hospital, and the whole band went out in like the courtyard outside the cancer ward, and they did it. They like had the kid come to the window, and they all played for him, and so they just seemed oh, like wow. good dudes. Yeah. Oh, dude. They're Irish. How can they not be good dudes, bro? <laughs> Much like the guys over at Boldfoot Socks. I just, uh, you know, I, I just like musicians that seem like they're good people. I don't they're like rooting board, for shit man. bags. Yeah, really, yeah. really cool. And, yeah, they seem like they, they get it that they're in a, uh, a fortunate situation and they use it to do some good. So I'm, I'm all for it. Yeah. All right. Let me keep rolling. Here's a, here's a more modern one for you. Back 
That's a good one. That's a good one to get people fired up. I hear it a lot. It well, wasn't it like San Diego's theme song, like in the in the stadium? Yeah, I like, think whoa, so. Whoa, uh, uh, uh. And then they came to Philly, and everybody started breaking their balls about it, doing and it back the shit out of it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, what else we got on here? I got some other. Uh, here's you know what? Uh, here's another kind of modern song. Well, I say modern. It's probably twenty years old. That's a great song. Can't go anywhere without hearing that. The no, it's huge. Yeah. Huge. And At every still, sporting event. Everywhere. You still hear it all the time. Um, Commercials and movies. Yeah. They, everywhere. They probably, they probably got stupid rich off of that one song. Yeah, yeah, and they're still... Right, right. Not even a song. Just that, just that, that hook. Yeah. The hook, and it's not even a lyric. And they're still... Um, you know, like, they're still... Uh, Who what, is what it? The, who's, who's saying blur? that song? Blur, yeah. And they're, what the hell is that other band? Uh, gorillas. I I love the Gorillas. I've right, seen them in concert. Right at, that's Blur. Yeah, like I believe so. Is a is cartoons. Um, I've seen them in concert. They like play behind uh, like a state, like a curtain like or a something, curtain, right? And it's silhouettes, and they put uh, imagery on. Yeah, the screen. I, I dig it. It's like you're trying something different. It's cool. I like them. I I, I had a good time seeing them. That's cool. Um, and a song I I don't like, and it was big for, I don't know, maybe five years ago here. It's this one. Yeah, I don't like it. That's Chelsea Dagger by the Fratellis. And it was funny. I had to, like, I didn't know who it was. And that was in my head. I'm like, oh, I got to go find that. And I became every person that used to come into the music store to us and go, do you know that song by that guy? goes, I don't know any of the words. That's how you felt. Yeah. Yeah. And I was like, just stupidly searching the internet trying to find it. And I did. And I don't like it. I would see it be more of a soccer thing. Like, more of a what? A soccer theme. Yeah, I yeah. think the Flyers played it a lot for a while, like okay. a long, a, years ago. Um, I found another. Here's a here's like a that song that you know it when you hear it, and you probably don't know who it is. And maybe you do, but most people probably don't. This. Yeah, it's, it's like a, a that song. Like, oh, I know that song. Who is it? The it's, Sixers uh, use it. 
yeah, I think 76ers use it. Yeah. I think it's anytime there's like a timeout or something, it's um, Serious by the Alan Parsons Project. Oh, right on. So I always you know, wondered who that song was by. Yeah. Progressive rock. Yeah. You hear it all the time. And another, again, they probably got very wealthy off of that without, yeah. uh, you know, yeah. much effort. Yeah. And it's like a whole instrumental and shit like that. So I think I got like two more songs, three more songs. Um, yeah, crank them out, bro. Yeah. Here you go. This, I, you know, I thought of this one late today. This is a great one. That's oh, Nana, so Hey, funny, Hey, Kiss dude. Him Goodbye by Steam. Dude, I remember being a kid just doing that all the time to whatever. Sure. To whatever. It, that yeah. song and the uh, the other song, If You Want to Be Happy for the Rest of Your Life, Make a Pretty Woman Your Life. Like, hey, man, I saw your girlfriend the other day. Is she ugly. <laughs> there's, old, there's old soul songs. Really cool. Um, I do have, you know, this song you hear a lot. much respect for little john dude totally total respect for him dude why i think maybe, maybe i'm i'm sp- cut all that out maybe i'm okay. thinking of wrong guy i'm thinking of um who does that song that's dj snake and little john yeah little, little john's, john. always, little john's always like yeah who's the other guy the other rapper he's like god he was he, Martha Stewart had him on, not Snoop Dogg. No, not Snoop. It was something else. Never mind. Okay, it doesn't matter. All right. Um, yeah, dude. A, a little John was like everywhere for. Oh, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was always okay. in that. Okay. Uh, yeah. Another dude who made a probably very wealthy for a minimal amount of work. He was crunk. Yes, Wasn't it? He, that was a shit crunk. I think he. I think he was crunk. So the last song we got to talk about is "Dancing on My Own" because that has kind of become the theme for the Philly. So, um, so lame. So I've got the original. I don't think they. Well, I don't think they. So whenever they win a game or they advance, they're in the locker room and they're drinking their champagne and they're spying. They're playing this song "Dancing on My Own." It was originally by Robin in the nineties, but I think they've been playing a modern. They've been playing a remix. I had this yeah. whole conversation in the bar. Some woman kept on trying to play it in a bar. I'm like, it's not on there. Yeah. It's a super remix of I have the yeah. regular song on there. And I it's, think I, I it's think a slow I, song. I think I have the remix. Let me know if this is, this is right. Yeah, it's a stupid song. This is it. I think I this think is the, so. re- I think this is the remix. That... Yeah, this is it. Dude, what happened to like, them having balls fucking like you would think like their song would be like fucking master of puppets or something like that 
I, I, I think the idea is. I don't want to get too nerd in baseball, but they said like Kyle Schwarber on the Phillies like brought this from. They used to play it a lot in Boston when he played for them, um, which is also a little weird. That like, well, dude, yeah, I don't want team that was shit. doing it right. Um, I, I think the theme might be we're dancing on our own, like screw everybody else. But I'm not. I'm not entirely I don't sure. Know. Yeah, it's I gotten think, a, I, I I think love, been, Listen, I think they've been hanging out Xfinity Live too much. That's oh, right. their problem. All the the bars across the street from the stadiums. They've been playing some, nothing but this fucking kind of music. I think yeah. they've been hanging out there too long, bro. Yeah. Across from the stadiums, they have a, a little bar complex that have a, uh, a mechanical bull and all kinds of you know, bars and shit like that. Sports yeah, bars a lot and stuff. Of, a lot of gimmicks. Yeah. And a lot of the guys on the team, like when, the, when they've advanced, they've gone over there. And then yeah, they're like Bryce was there. Everybody. Oh, yeah. Bryce Harper went. Saying, and, they're hanging out there too too much, man. Yeah. That's why they got such lame songs around them. Yeah. So, but anyway, you know, hey, I'm not going to shit on the song as long as it keeps on. Keeps I've been on shitting going, on it so. all, all like month long, dude. It's all, all right. good. Well, it's all, it's all, all good. good. If uh, something happens, they can come to you, not me. Don't come, <laughs> don't come here. I didn't, I didn't say it. So, um, I think that's it, man, for the for the pep rally. I thought it was fun, man. Yeah, dude. There's a lot of cool songs and a lot of the stuff that you know I'll listen to. I'll listen to again, and uh, you know I'll keep keep firing up and rocking out to. I do got. I have some second thoughts. I got some music news, so I'll do the second thoughts first. We heard from our very good friend and listener Jackie from Seattle. So we've read some stuff from her several times over the last two years. Hey, Bruce and Ryan, I just wanted to write you above average bears a note and say happy birthday and happy 50th episode. I've listened to all of your episodes and love your podcast so much. My top three are one, the greatest drummers, two, sub pop records, and three, the Beastie Boys. I also adore the electric chair segment. I think I recall you guys talking about maybe doing a show on your personal favorite live shows. I would love to hear that. Cheers, you fellas. You rule. Oh, by the way, two more things. Please do a funk episode. I'm a huge Joe Rogan fan. He loves good music like we do. He's almost done building a new comedy club in Austin, and he's calling it The Mothership, which almost makes me tear up. If you haven't heard Holy Ghost by the Barcase, I highly, highly recommend it. There's a long drum break at three minutes that'll give you a new reason to live. <laughs> so... um, Thank you so much, Jackie. I wrote it back and I was like, yeah, dude, I'm sure, you know, being from Seattle, I'm sure you love the Sub Pop Records episode. It's like right in your backyard. That song, Holy Ghost by Barcase, is fucking awesome. Did you, did you listen to it? I no, think I, I sent it no. to you. Hang on. Let me, I'll play in for Jackie. I'll play the, um, the, the drum break that she's talking about. Cool. song's eight and a half minutes long i don't want to go Holy shit. the whole no, thing no but, but what a great but, suggestion that's some, that's thank you jackie funky, yeah that's some funky stuff man i would yeah, yeah maybe we would maybe love we to do a do funk that. episode fuck, fuck yeah yeah it was awesome. yeah. i wrote her back and i was like dude we should we could just do parliament you know funkadelic totally. or we could just go a, we could go broad uh, but, yeah so big to. of a so yeah. big of a yeah 
Big topic. Uh, we also got another email from Dave from the Rock Docs podcast. I talked about them a little bit last time, and uh, I I sent him an email just being like, hey, man, I listened to your episode on uh, the documentary on the band Death, and I think I sent it to you, too. I was like, dude, yeah. you got to check this yeah, out. Yeah, I'd seen it. I'd seen it. It was cool. It was a cool documentary. Yeah, and yeah. And their episode was good. He just wrote back, like, thanks for the shout out. It was a cool episode on your 50th. And by the way, Kendrick's Good Kid Mad City is a great album. So that was the one that was ranked number one. Ken was ranked number one concept album of all time. Oh, so yeah. It's on my homework. I'll listen to it okay. and, and try to report back. Music news. So I got two pieces of music news. So the first one is, did you hear this about Taylor Swift? So nope. Taylor Swift has all top 10 slots of the Billboard Hot 100 at the same time right now. So wow. all, she has a new album out. Her latest album, Midnight's, is the biggest charting album on the Billboard 200 in seven years. And she's the first artist to ever have all top 10 hits. She, she has one through 10. And the Billboard Hot 100 calculates her numbers by looking at like streaming and radio airplay and sales. I, I think the Beatles had the top off top five, but she's got all top yeah. 10. Yeah. Which is crazy. Jesus Christ. I think it's is also she that, that big? I think this is a lot about tour. like media. She hit right, and she announced like a really big tour. And I yeah. don't, you know, I, I'm not, I don't, I, I don't care I, about her, right? Yeah. I don't either. But I was like, you know, I don't, I don't hate on her either. I'm kind I of hear like, she's a good person. I yeah, like I heard she's invites like fans to her house and shit. Yeah, and, um, yeah, she's humble. I think it says a lot about the music industry that uh, I think there's been so much consolidation, like, you know, there's big radio companies that own like 200 stations. So they want to play, you know, you're going to listen to Taylor Swift, whether you want to or not. Yeah. And I think maybe that's part of it. Um, sure. I don't think she's anything great. She makes them. And she makes hooky, people happy. songs. Yeah. She right. makes people happy. That's all. Yeah. She yeah. sticks out. She stays out in news and shit. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I don't, it depends on who she's dating at the time. Right. Yeah. I don't dunk on pop music. I think a lot of it, you know, you kind of like what you like kind of shit. So, um, hey, man, if we were working at the record store back in the day, we'd be trashing that shit. We would because we'd be listening to it every day. Right. Yeah. It would be we'd be every 10 minutes. Somebody would be asking for it and it would be on all the time. God. And we'd be smashing our face against the cash register. So uh, that's hysterical. Yeah. I remember those days. Celine Dion and uh, whatever, whatever. Spice but, Girls and all uh, kinds of other pop shit. Hanson. Hanson and... Uh, um, Fuck. All right. And the other story I have is Jerry Lee Lewis. So the killer died on October 28th. He was 87 years old. He started as a session musician for Sun Records, but quickly rose to fame with his own hits like Great Balls of Fire and a whole lot of shaking going on. He won four Grammys. He's in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, the Country Music Hall of Fame, and the Rockabilly Hall of Fame. But his career was derailed when he became shitbag of the week when the media found out that his third wife was his 13-year-old cousin. And Unreal. we talked about him in the Sun Records episode. Makes a mate, man. He could sing. He could play the goddamn piano. But he was a he was a he was not a nice person. He, I just watched his movie that they made about him in the 80s or 90s. And Winona Ryder played... Uh, the 13 year old cousin and um, Randy, not Randy Quaid, Dennis Quaid played him. Yeah. Yeah. Dude, I, it didn't age well. The movie didn't age well because they totally glamorize them being together. Like it, it really? now. Yeah. It's really weird. It didn't age well. They like 
do like taking her virginity scene in it and she's like Ugh. she's like making the faces and she's like oh like oh kind of shit I, I just watched it and it was so embarrassing i'm like i can't believe i'm watching this movie Ooh. bad taste okay uh yeah dude i i, I saw i was reading some stuff and i saw that there was a movie album i've never seen it and and i, I don't want to it's kind of think i need it, to no dude they glamorize his romance with with this 13 year old girl yeah that's not cool no but, it's not it's it, in an age well yeah and he's complicated because you know you can like the music and still think he's a turd of a, of a person so but I don't know. Anyway, uh, the electric chair. So the electric chair is, uh, it's time for the electric chair. That's where we kill a song that sucks. And as we were just talking, I was like, man, there's a song that we didn't talk about for Stadium Rock. And I never need to hear this fucking song again. And that's uh, the final countdown by Europe. I don't even know if we killed this already. <laughs> we might have killed it already. I don't think so, because I really do love this song. Dude, right, well, let's, gonna... not kill, let's kill something else. No, no, no. I don't have okay. Anything. All right. All I'm right. going to go watch the game, man. Come on. All right. <laughs> I'm just I'm just tired of it, man. I've I've yeah, heard it so played. many times. There's energizer commercials and fucking Good for these dudes for cash. They don't have it to work in. ever again. They're all right. in stamps and shit in, in uh where are they from? Switzerland? Wherever the Netherlands or something like yeah. that. They're like hugely famous. Yeah, dude. We were putting the list together. I was just thinking about songs I hear at sporting events. I was like, oh, I never need to hear that song ever again. And I meant to put it on a playlist, and I forgot. And uh, now now it's going to go on as the electric chair song. And, I mean, it's got it's really hooky. It's really catchy. Everybody it's knows It's played this. out. Yeah, but nobody knows three songs by then. I do, because you know? it was one of the first albums I ever owned. Oh, I had this on cassette tape, but I think I bought it from, like, the bargain, the dollar, the cutout <laughs> bin. But, all right, I'm just going to kill it so we can go watch the fucking game. We sentence you to death. All right, so there's that. That is a wrap on episode 51. Be sure to follow us on your favorite podcast platform and tell a friend about us. If you're going to a sporting event and you need some music to get you fired up, we got you covered. We put together a playlist for this show and every other episode we've done. There's a link to it in the show notes. You can also go to the show notes for links to our website at prisonersofrockandroll.com, as well as our Facebook and our Twitter accounts. And if you're not down with social media, you can always email us at show at prisonersofrockandroll.com. So that's it, man. This was fun. This was cool. I had a great time. You did a great job putting the playlist together, dude. You always do. You always do. I want our listeners to, uh, you know, get pumped up maybe they'll find some new music to work out to who knows yeah and hopefully they don't dunk on us or they don't dismiss us because we're both uh philadelphia phillies fans so Ugh. we'll see i don't I, yeah. we're diehard man i don't think you could take that away from us we are we are and you know i'm not uh somebody wants we're, to write in and you know tell us that the phillies stink that's okay you know we'll read it on the air it's all right i i you know i don't get tied up in all that shit and i don't you know i don't care i do I'm Go in Phillies, the, baby. I'm I'm in it for the good for the the positive ride, not the uh crapping on everybody else. So I've I've been meeting some amazing people down at McCuskers, brand new people just coming in to watch the game. And once you start watching the game one time there, you gotta keep on coming back and watch it. So I sure. might head down to the bar and see some people. Yeah, man, you should. So all right, get out of here. It was great seeing you. And I we'll love it. Two weeks with another episode. Go Phillies and keep on rocking. Peace out.